0: Déjouer les millés femmes I casa no
1: Hello and <coughs> welcome to come Radio. This is Lizzie for Behind the come Thanks for tuning in today. You on, just listening to Vivo come by Brazilian songstress and cellist Dom La Nena, who we're lucky enough to have in the studio today, so welcome. Thank you. Um, How are you doing? I'm great, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) Um, So you've
2: been on tour for the last how long? Well, with this album the last year, but I was touring before with my first album. Okay, so the you've been two. on the road for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you
1: come from before here? I came
2: from Paris. I live in Paris. Okay. But then I'm tomorrow I'm going to Italy, then Portugal, okay. then France. <laughs> Great.
1: Well, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> um, so you are in London launching your second album, Soyo, which we're going to play a couple of tracks from. You just heard one. Um, can you tell us a bit about that album and what went into the making of it?
2: Um. Yeah, actually, well, I did my first album a few years ago, like maybe three years ago. And it was an album very, very acoustic, very minimalist, I think, in, the, in terms of production. Um, I think the songs maybe sounded a bit like lullabies. Mm-hmm. And then for this second album, I wanted something more more shiny, more you know, more to work more around the rhythms of the songs, the precisions of the songs, and 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 I and I asked for a, a, to a friend of mine, which is a great Brazilian musician called Marcelo Camelo, to produce the album with me, and and he was the 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 one that really showed me this this rhythmical part of my music that I was I I had all the songs ready and but. For me, it sounded again like s- little lullabies or little songs, but very—I couldn't imagine something rhythmical on it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, but I—but it was very hard for me. And he was the one who showed me the, this part of my music, and it was a a, a big and good surprise for me. Mm-hmm. And. And it was also very surprising because I I discovered there was lots of Brazilian and Latin Latin rhythms on it that I never heard it. <laughs> and like what?
1: Tell us a bit more about the rhythms.
2: Well, actually, we we realized almost every song could be a little samba canção or a little, uh, you know, carnival mar- march. You can about, mm-hmm. i don't know how to say in english <laughs> and and it was yeah a huge surprise for me of course i listened to so many brazilian music and and it's something that maybe it's the music i listen more and so it's very present in myself and it's something very inconscient but i never thought on my songs like that and then and yeah, it was a good surprise. <laughs>
1: well, um, maybe we should have a listen to one that yeah. you feel is uh, is like maybe a bit of a samba or... Well, yeah,
2: we can listen to a song called Carnival. came from
0: far well.
2: they came alone
0: In clothes of rainbow colors They had song They came to turn and they came to spin, they came together. Carnival, glad shine when sorrow fades to singing. and quit. They came together
1: There's a lot you can hear a lot going on in that song. You, you grew up between places, yeah, um, France, Brazil, and um, can you tell us a bit about the impact that that's had on your music and your influences,
2: languages? Yeah, well, actually, I grew up between Brazil, France, and Argentina, so I mostly actually write my songs in sp- in Spanish and Portuguese. There, I have on one song in French, and I have that song that we heard. That is in English, but I didn't wrote the lyrics. It's a, it's a friend of mine, an English songwriter called Pierce Faccini, who lives in France and he, he did the lyrics for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think actually about the, the choose of the languages, it's something very inconscient. I mean, it, cause I always start with the music and, and the melody and the rhythm of the song, the ask for some sonorities that came, naturally in spanish or in portuguese or in french but usually in portuguese and spanish and i think it's very it's something that have about so something about the the metric of the language the each language the rhythm of each language the the melody of each language and it's not something that i really control actually mm-hmm. it's yeah, it you 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 do a song and the uh, and the um, and you have some words or 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 some syllables and it comes in. Almost like instinct. yeah, and that's also why sometimes I mix uh, the in one song. I could I can use two languages, for example, sometimes because the verses is better sounds naturally in Spanish, but the chorus in Portuguese, or you know,
1: interesting, <laughs> lovely, yeah. Um and. Just about your kind of really diverse musical influences as well, because yeah. you you trained classically, but now you've kind of moved away from yeah. that. Can, can you tell us a bit about well, what your classical training has given you, and also why you've moved away from yeah. playing classically?
2: Yeah, I I studied classical music for fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm st- I'm still studying it. I I still playing cello and studying classical pieces, but. But not as hard that i that I used to do, but you know I yeah I started to listen to more and more and more of Brazilian music or Latin music, especially and 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 I was finishing school music uh, the conservatoire the music school in Paris and by coincidence I I had a friend who is a, a French musical producer and she was producing the last album uh, the last studio album of Jane Birkin um and she was needing a cello so she called me and and that's that's when i started to do other stuff than classical music popular music mm-hmm. in in this case and and then and, yeah, it, it, and it was a, a great experience because we did all the arrangement together it was the first time i didn't had a score or a teacher or someone tell, telling me what to do and I realized that was actually what I wanted to do with the cello. That was, mm, for me, it was more exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and then Jane invited me to go on tour with her for two years. And I started to play with lots of people, with Jeanne Moreau, with Etienne Dao, with lots of, actually, lots of French musical scene. And But then there was a time, actu- actually after the, 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 the Jane's tour, I did. I realized I I really enjoyed it, but I wanted to be able to play my own music. I didn't imagine myself playing only other uh, people's music, and and actually that's when I started to compose, and 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 it came in 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 a in a song way. <laughs> I didn't wanted to be a singer. I didn't wanted to to you know to have a. And uh, maybe I wasn't thinking about an album or n- nothing like that. But then I wrote songs and I had to sing them. And then I did an album <laughs> and et cetera. Wow. <laughs>
1: so the songs just kind of fell, fell out of
2: you. Yeah, well, I was, no, I was just uh, working on, I mean, I sit down and I said, OK, let's work on on write music. Mm. And and actually the v- the very very beginning was some s- instrumental stuff and then it becomes songs but it was an exercise actually for me at the beginning mm. I had to really I mean I had many many songs that I never did anything with because I wasn't happy <laughs> you know but So do you
1: identify more as a singer or as a cellist or
2: Well today I think it's I am both mm. I don't I mean I don't I don't see myself on stage without the cello But I don't see myself only playing cello Mm. on stage, so it becomes very complimentary. Great. Yeah.
1: Let's listen to another track. Yeah. Uh, What, what, what are we gonna listen to next? We're
2: gonna listen to Menino, and this is a song that I was talking about that the, the, there is two language mixings.
1: listen to a lot of Brazilian music and yours is not like (laughs) anything else I hear coming out of Brazil so could you tell us a bit about where you fit into the Brazilian music scene and what's your relationship with Brazilian music any kind of loves of Brazilian music or (laughs) anything that you really are not into
2: (laughs) well that is a a long question (laughs) but I think to I listen to a lot of Brazilian music too, but I I listen more to old stuffs. Like huge fan of Dorival Caimi or Cartola, Dona Inara Paulo Vanzolini, and but I think today there is a actually a quite a a big scene, especially in São Paulo, a bit in Rio, but mostly in São Paulo, of young musicians doing something that we don't call brazilian music it's a kind of mix and it becomes much more multicultural and universal actually and i think well marcelo camelo for example who who produced the album with me his solo project is it's lots of of influences and you couldn't say it's brazilian music or malu magalhaes for example who is also from sao paulo um and there is lots of of young other young singer like Rodrigo Maranchi or Thiago Peci or Tulipa Ruiz, all the, the the actually all the the São Paulo musical scene. But it's actually hard because you know Brazil is such a huge country that sometimes these people plays a lot in São Paulo and are quite famous in São Paulo, but they go to. Salvador and no one knows them and and in London even <laughs> less so um, I think it's something that didn't broke yet the the front the 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 frontier frontier of Brazil but it's actually I feel with very strong and I think it's it's kind of a bit of the future of Brazilian music and and I I include myself in this generation of new musicians new New singers and songwriters that do something that is not what we used to call Brazilian music. Well, I have the difference that I lived in many in different countries and I sing in I don't sing only in Portuguese. And and of course I listen to a lot of Brazilian music, but I know very well also Argentinian music and French music. So and classical music. So it it becomes even more a mix, I think. But I think this, yeah, this, this phenomenon is actually becoming huge in Brazil.
1: Great. Excellent. Um, Well, we'll be sure to check out some of the artists that you mentioned. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you have your album launch tonight at Old St. Pancras Church. um, And...
2: Good luck. I hope it goes <laughs> thank well. Thank
1: you. Um how do you feel to be back in London
2: playing to sharing your music with a UK audience? Yeah, I'm very excited. Actually, it's the first time I do my my headline show <laughs> or my solo show. So, I'm really excited. Am Great. Um well, thank you very much for thank coming you. in and talking it was to us a today. Pleasure. Um we're going to have a song to play us out. So what's it going to be? It's a song called Just une chanson and it's a song in Portuguese and French.